Hi, Dr. Hoffman here. I want to let my listeners know about a brilliant Renaissance man named Dr. Arthur Perry. You want to talk to Arthur Perry? The best in plastic surgery. He's a distinguished, award-winning cosmetic surgeon trained at Harvard and Cornell with a practice in New York City on Fifth Avenue. Dr. Oz, are you there? I'm here, Arthur, and I want to get applaud you having worked with you on a book and numerous other activities. He's written numerous medical journal articles, and he's contributed to textbooks on plastic surgery. Your remarkable knowledge, but also your grace at delivering content, which is why it's been a blessing to have you on my show so many times. It's clear that when it comes to skin and aging, this doctor knows what he's talking about. Joan, the public wants to know. The public doesn't give a damn. <laughs> As a really, really gifted physician, uh, I want to pay you the, the highest tribute I can give to a surgeon, which is when people come to you, they don't come for an operation, they come for an opinion. And that's why I trust you with my uh, friends and relatives. When I was a resident at the University of Chicago, we had a... That means you're smart. I didn't realize we were going to get the Michael Jordan of plastic surgeon. 90210 bows to this guy. And welcome. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. And as the piano fades in the background, this is WOR and the What's Your Wrinkle radio program, where we have been broadcasting for nearly eight years talking about you and about what you look like and about your skin uh, and, you know, how it is when you look in the mirror. So I'm a board-certified plastic surgeon, different from most of the doctors on the radio. I'm not here to talk about your your heart disease, or although tonight we've got a great guest. We've got uh, Dr. Matt Williams from Columbia Presbyterian, now New York Presbyterian. He's going to talk a little bit about that. But I'm going to talk about things that are a little more light, things like Botox. You can become part of the show by giving us a call, 212-528-0129. That's 212-528-0129. And you know, Noah, in the past month, I have done shows from all over the world. First, we did the show from Paris, which was a lot of fun. And then uh, we did the show from Amsterdam, which was also a tremendous amount of fun. We focused on the healthcare, particularly the cosmetic surgery healthcare in Britain and in France. And today, another remote location, but a little closer to home. I'm broadcasting from my West 57th Street office. And we thought we'd try that out. Yeah, I'm on uh, the West most exotic of all. West 57th between 5th. You know, I love this neighborhood, Noah, because uh, I, you know, this is uh, this is the neighborhood in Manhattan, as you know. The Apple Store is within visual sight. I can I can look at it outside the window, and you know me, I need to be close to an Apple Store. But Fifth Avenue is buzzing. There are um, more restaurants within two or three blocks of my office than there are in all of Somerset County, New Jersey. It's really amazing. And so, you know, I love coming here, and I see patients at least one day a week, two days a week in my Manhattan office. I also see patients in the central New Jersey office. Well, tonight, let's talk about Botox. Why Botox? Well, because Botox made the news this week, and boy, you are going to be inundated with advertisements for Botox. I'm going to give out the phone number for this radio show once again, 212-528-0129. And by the way, did I mention that callers to tonight's show will receive a bottle of my nighttime serum? Yes, it's a serum. It's not a cream. It contains vitamin C and vitamin A, lactic acid, a bunch of antioxidants, a bunch of skin brighteners, all the things you need to make your skin look as good as possible. So callers to tonight's show will receive a bottle of nighttime. All right, Noah. So now uh, you've heard about Botox. I've been talking about it for eight years, right, Noah? Botox. Bo- oh, yes, that thing, you keep, ta- you, that thing you keep talking Botox. about all the time, of course. 
Well, you know, it is the most common cosmetic surgical procedure. You know, it dwarfs facelifts. I love doing facelifts. It's uh, one of my favorite, favorite operations. Every plastic surgeon has his or her favorite operation, you know, and I love rhinoplasties. That's nose jobs, people call those. Uh, I love doing facelifts and eyelids. But, but by far, the most common procedure that I do, and that's done in all of cosmetic surgery, is Botox million people just in the United States last year. Think about that. Six and a half million people. You know, what are there? 300 and uh, how many now, Noah? 380 million Americans, something like that. Uh, let me tabulate it. I'll get right back to you. People. Noah's going to get to his calculator. So, uh, but that's, a, that's really a huge number. And why is Botox so popular? Because it works and it's safe. Plain and simple. It's not that expensive. No, you know, it's not a facial but it's not ridiculous. It's not like some of the surgical procedures that are very, very expensive. So Botox works. Here's how it works. It paralyzes muscles. And a lot of people think, oh, you know, that's kind of uh, scary, isn't it? Could I get botulism from Botox? No, you can't. You cannot get botulism. Botulism is an infectious disease. It requires the bacteria. This is the purified toxin. It uh, is derived from the bacteria, but you cannot get sick. You can't get a disease, an infectious disease, from getting Botox. It is very, very safe. And in the hands of a board-certified plastic surgeon or dermatologist or properly trained otolaryngologist, that's an ear, nose, and throat doctor, or ophthalmologist, those are the four doctors that should be injecting Botox. You know, I'm sorry, family doctors out there. I'm sorry, dentists out there. You know, we've had dentists on the show uh, in the past who have injected Botox, and, uh, you know, I fundamentally disagree with that. I promise never to fill cavities or pull teeth, uh, and I think that uh, the people that should be doing the, uh, the cosmetic application of Botox are the four groups that I just mentioned. So Botox is very, uh, very safe. It paralyzes the muscles that make wrinkles. What do we need those muscles for? Honestly, not a lot. The muscles that uh, that make you look scary. You know the ones. I know is looking at me right now. I can see right through the video camera here, and he's scowling at me. The uh, the brows come together when you're angry at someone. Or if you look at your dog, here's what you do. If your dog's eating, now don't do this, but if your dog is eating, uh, if you get close to your dog, even a friendly dog will scowl. And what that is is a telegraph of what is about to come, which is a bite if you get any closer to that dog when he's eating. So uh, why do we need those muscles? Oh, they're vestigial muscles. They're really the same sort of thing. They're to make us look, uh, look angry and to tell people to stay away if we want them to stay away or to tell your children that they better not do what they're doing because there's going to be problems <laughs> if, uh, if they continue. And so you have that scowl, and so many of us do. So the... Uh, the the, the muscle that creates that scowl is not necessary. It's not necessary to perform any normal functions, and so we can use Botox to knock out that muscle, and it's very effective. Uh, in almost 100% of people, it will do that. It'll do it very effectively and very quickly. Within 2 to 14 days, it takes effect, and it lasts on average 4 months. All right, so now, what does this have to do with what's in the news this week? Well, this week, the FDA approved... Botox for crow's feet. And you say, well, wait a minute. Plastic surgeons have been using Botox for crow's feet for how long? How long? 
Well, uh, you know, an awful long time. I've been doing it since, uh, oh, I guess 1997 is when I started uh, injecting Botox, and yes, into the crow's feet. Now, we're going to take a short break, and I'm going to tell you why the FDA approved Botox for crow's feet. And by the way, I guess I should explain to my listeners why I'm on at 8.30 at night instead of my normal 7 o'clock. And if you're listening and you've never heard me on the radio, that because I have been on for eight years at 7 p.m. on Saturday evenings, and here I am, it's 8.30, I'm an hour and a half late. Yeah, it's because of the Rutgers football. They pushed the schedule, and so... Uh, I thought it was because of daylight savings time all of a sudden. I got confused. And, and it's a good thing that I'm here to keep you straight here, Noah. So, yes, it's because uh, of the Rutgers football. They, uh, they were kind enough to give me uh, a slot at 8.30 instead of 7 o'clock because I love to do this radio show, so I don't want to miss it even for a week. All right, Noah, we're going to take a short break, and when we return, we are going to talk a little bit more about why the FDA just this last week allowed Botox to be uh, approved for crow's feet. We'll be right back. This is Dr. Arthur Perry, 212-528-0129. Is your skin aging before your eyes? There is something you can do to reverse those signs of aging. I'm plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry, and my solution doesn't involve a knife or a needle. It's a serum I created called Nighttime. Nighttime makes your skin smoother, brighter, and thicker with just one step each day. I've packed nighttime with vitamins C and A, moisturizers, fruit acids, skin brighteners, and antioxidants. That's a lot of science in one bottle, but that's what it takes to make your skin look younger and more attractive. When you purchase two bottles of nighttime, you'll get a third bottle free with free shipping. Call 855-940-1800. That's 855-940-1800. Or on the web, it's drperrys.com. That's D-R-P-E-R-R-Y-S.com. Put the word radio in the discount box to receive three bottles of nighttime for the price of two. This is plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry. If you're showing signs of aging, you might benefit from my midlife makeover. Without stepping into an operating room, I can reduce wrinkles with Botox and Bellotero. I can remove brown spots with a peel and lift brows and jowls with Ulthera. My offices are in central New Jersey and in Manhattan. Give me a call at 212-753-1820. That's 212-753-1820. And check out my website at periplasticsurgery.com. And we are back. This is Dr. Arthur Perry, the plastic surgeon with the radio show. And uh, yes, I am a real plastic surgeon. I spend my days uh, slinging a knife, as they say. Actually, that's that's not exactly it, but uh, I uh, operate several days a week, do procedures in my New Jersey and uh, New York offices. Uh, Botox, uh, and the new one, by the way, we talk about Botox generically, but there's also Xeomin. Xeomin is uh, another company's version of Botox. I don't think the Botox people like it when we uh, make those synonymous because they're slightly different, but they do the same thing. And there's even a third one. There's something called Dysport, uh, which I always thought was a, a strange name for a drug. Dysport has kind of a bad connotation, doesn't it? It sounds bad, dis, but, uh, but they work well. And all three work the same way. So last week, Botox got FDA approval to advertise, to use and advertise the drug for the crow's feet. You know what those are. Now, crow's feet are the 
probably the very first wrinkle that we all see, somewhere in the late 30s. If you really look, most people will get their very first little wrinkles under the corner of the eye. And, uh, you know, someone named them crow's feet. I don't know how they got those names. I call them robin's feet. Aren't they? Uh, isn't that a nicer name, robin's feet? Crow's feet sounds so bad. In fact, my patient this week told me, why do they call it uh, crow's feet? So I named it robin's feet. But uh, anyway, those are the lines outside closest to the ear. You know, we call those lateral lines around the eye. And uh, they appear, and they uh, every year they get a little bit deeper and a little more... Um, um, profuse. They kind of spread. They get to the upper cheek and around the side of the eye and the upper eye. So uh, Botox is great for those lines because it paralyzes the muscle without f affecting any function. In fact, it's probably the best area of the body to use Botox because the chance of having any sort of untoward event other than a little bit of bruising is almost negligible. It really is. It's just a great procedure. It takes five minutes to do the Botox in that area. And then you go out and you're good for about four months. Your wrinkles are significantly better. So why now, though? If plastic surgeons, if dermatologists have been doing Botox for all these years, how is it that now we're talking about this Botox in this area? Well, it turns out that when a company like Allergan, that's the company that makes Botox, when they get FDA approval for a drug, they do that by submitting data. That means they do some studies, and those studies... I was just talking to Dr. Mike Roizen about this on my national radio show a few minutes ago. His estimate is that those studies are anywhere from 20 to maybe as high as $100 million to do a study uh, for Botox. And uh, so in 2002, when Allergan got FDA approval, they had approval for one indication, and that means you could do Botox between the brows. Now, that's okay for the company to say that, but... Plastic surgeons and any doctor, and now even some dentists, do Botox off-label. And that means if a drug is approved for any use in the United States, doctors and dentists are allowed to use the drug any way they feel fit. And, of course, they're governed by uh, state laws and malpractice and things like that. But typically, we would do Botox for the vertical lines between the brows, the horizontal lines of the forehead, even though that was and still is not FDA approved, and the crow's feet, and what are these great names, Noah? The bunny lines on the nose. Uh, those are those little lines when you crinkle up your nose, you get those diagonal lines on the sides of your nose. So I use Botox typically in those areas, and sometimes for a rumpled chin. Boy, we use these technical words. Sometimes even to lower the upper lip. I don't like using it in the neck. I don't think it works well there. But all those uses were off-label, allowed by law, perfectly legal, no problem with that. But what the company could not do is the company could not promote the use of it in those areas. That is illegal. If the company had three weeks ago come out and uh, put an advertisement on a TV show and said, you know, go into your doctor for Botox of the crow's feet, that's illegal. The FDA would step in. They would fine them, and those fines are huge. They're in the millions and millions of dollars. And if they continued doing that advertisement or promotion, then the FDA would yank the Botox from the shelves, costing the company hundreds of millions of dollars. And so, of course, the companies listen to the FDA. They cannot advertise unless they have FDA approval. So that is why it was in their interest to go back years after the appro initial approval of Botox, go back 
and get then a new approval for Botox, a new indication, and that is for the wrinkles to the side of the eye, the crow's feet, and that allows them to get on television probably as early as two weeks from now. Watch what's going to happen. This fall, they're going to inundate the television shows because it's a whole new group of people. Uh, younger people get those wrinkles. Remember, the uh, the lines between the brows, that's a smaller group of people than uh, get uh, the, the people that get the crow's feet. And the lines between the brows are in an older group of people. The younger people get crow's feet, right? So it's certainly in Allergan's interest to get that FDA approval, which they did. And so now they're free to advertise. So that's the story behind the story. When you read uh, the New York Times about that article, that about the uh, Botox uh, uh, being approved for this use, that is your answer. Well, this is Dr. Arthur Perry. Uh, the phone number here at WOR is 212-528-0129, 212-528-0129. Now, when we return, we're going to talk about, believe it or not, some of the simplest things that bother you. How about warts and seborrheic keratosis? Boy, everybody has those. Everybody has those. There's actually some new information about warts this week, Noah. So I know Noah wants to hear about this one. So when we return from this break, we'll talk about the new treatment, or maybe not, for warts. 212-528-0129. We'll be back after these words. This is plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry. Have you had an aging spurt? You know what that is. All of a sudden, you see wrinkles and sagging skin, and you look older. I tackle aging spurts with procedures like eyelid and facelifts, and office procedures like Botox, peels, and Ulthera. Or you might just need rejuvenation around your mouth with wrinkle filler. Let's sit down and spend an hour together. I'll design a program that can help restore your appearance, and one that's within your budget. My offices are on 57th Street, just off of 5th Avenue, and in New Jersey. Schedule a consultation by calling 212-753-1820. That's 212-753-1820. And check me out on the web at periplasticsurgery.com. And don't forget to listen to me, Dr. Arthur Perry, every Saturday evening at 7 p.m. right here on WOR. What's Your Wrinkle with Dr. Arthur Perry. And we are back. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WOR, the phone number 212-528-0129. That's 212-528-0129. And how many of you have walked down Madison Avenue recently? Many of you uh, listen to me and uh, live on the Upper East Side of Manhattan. Uh, where I spent uh, a lot of time when I was a resident at Cornell. And still, I'm on the faculty at Columbia, and we have our meetings at uh, Cornell, so I'm up there all the time. Well, on uh, the corner of 74th Street and Madison Avenue is a very unique store, a pharmacy called Clyde's. I'm talking about Clyde's tonight because Clyde's still is the only retail location in the city that has my products. So my uh, my nighttime, which is the uh, nighttime serum that has uh, vitamin C and vitamin A and antioxidants and skin brighteners and moisturizers and things like that. I've got daytime, which is a uh, morning skin protector. We've got uh, clean time, which is the most unique soap you will ever try. Once you try has this. Everybody who tries clean time says they can't go back to their old soap because it is so unique and so nice. Uh, and then we've got Soft Time, which is a moisturizer. And Clyde's has all of these products. You can go 
And when you go to Clyde's, by the way, they're giving away a signed copy of my book, Straight Talk About Cosmetic Surgery. That's uh, the award-winning, I'm happy to say, book uh, that I wrote a couple of years ago. We've got another one in the works now, by the way. Uh, but they're giving away Straight Talk About Cosmetic Surgery with any purchase. So if you buy one bar of soap, it's a $15 purchase, but you get a $15 book. That's a pretty good deal. So go up to Clyde's, and uh, don't forget to ask for the book. If they uh, forget to give it to you, say, you know, Dr. Perry said on the radio, uh, we've got free books, Straight Talk About Cosmetic Surgery, if you make a purchase of uh, any of my products. So go ahead. And by the way, uh, Clyde's, great store. They've got all sorts of uh, interesting things. You could spend an hour just uh, going through the store. Well, Noah, I'll bet that at some point in your life you had a wart. Would that be true? I no, don't know if I'm prepared to disclose that information. Right, that's right. That's right. HIPAA uh, regulations, the privacy regulations say don't, don't say no. Seriously, though, uh, over uh, half of the population has had a wart at one time or another. Warts are the result of a virus, believe it or not, the human papillomavirus. And uh, it is so common. It's uh, so common to have that virus. Uh, almost uh, you know, over half of children get warts on their feet or their hands. Very common. You pick it up in the, the communal shower or uh, at the gym or uh, if uh, a machine in the gym is not wiped down and someone had a wart, yes, you can get a wart. So what's the treatment for warts? There are so many different treatments for warts. Uh, you know, They can be frozen off. They can be burned off. There's salicylic acid. There's all sorts of things. The reason I'm talking about it this week is uh, there was actually a study of about 1,100 kids in Israel that had warts. Uh, they took these uh, kids and they followed them for two years to see just what is going to happen to those warts. And it turns out that 65% of the kids, uh, the warts just went away on their own without any treatment whatsoever. And, uh, you know, what's the lesson here is that if you wait it out, uh, chances are pretty good that the wart will go away on its own. Uh, certainly if there's uh, an indication like pain, if you're, uh, if you're walking on your foot, there's a big wart there, you might want to have that removed. And uh, the best way, in my opinion, is with uh, freezing those warts off with uh, something called liquid nitrogen. The, um, the uh, salicylic acid that you can pick up at the pharmacy does work, but you have to be vigilant with it. So in most cases, it's going to go away on its own. Well, I've got a great guest tonight. I've got Dr. Matt Williams who is a cardiac surgeon at New York Presbyterian Hospital. Matt, are you on the, uh, on the phone? Are you there? I am. Thanks for having me. I w oh, well, I want to thank you so much for taking time on your Saturday evening uh, you know, to be on the radio here on WOR. I, I've become uh, very familiar uh, with Dr. Williams. He, uh, was, I was introduced to him by uh, Dr. Mehmet Oz, who is another cardiac surgeon at New York Presbyterian, about three years ago when we brought a family member to, uh, to Matt, uh, with something called aortic stenosis. And uh, a few years ago, that family member was not quite sick enough to require Matt's services, but Matt uh, did operate on uh, on that family member. Now, for HIPAA regulations, because I didn't ask him, I'm going to keep which family member <laughs> quiet, Matt. But I wanted you to come on the show because it was such such an amazing procedure that you did. Matt does a, um, a non-invasive, can you imagine that? A non-invasive type of valve replacement. So it's called TAVR. Tell us about this procedure because it's really amazing, Matt. Sure. So TAVR stands for Transcatheter Aortic Valve Replacement. And the concept there is that 
Traditionally, when we need to replace someone's valve, uh, and we're here we're talking about the aortic valve, which is really the main valve in the heart where all the blood exits to the rest of your body. And in, in older uh, patients, uh, it can tend to narrow, uh, which causes a lot of problems. And so traditionally, to fix that problem, we do open-heart surgery. So we open someone's chest, we stop the heart, we remove their old valve and so in a new one. And, and, and in fairness, that works very well, but as you can imagine, that's a very invasive procedure. Uh, and we now have a new uh, technology, and this is the TAVR that you mentioned. And with this procedure, we can actually now replace the valve using a catheter, and we go from the, the blood vessels in the patient's groin. So, you know, patients usually sleep, but it's just a very small hole through the artery in the leg, and we actually feed this catheter up that has this, uh, it's basically a stent, and there's a valve sewn into this stent, and we position it using special x-rays and uh, ultrasound uh, <clears throat> imaging to guide us. And when we get in the right spot, we basically blow up a balloon, and that makes the stent expand, and it essentially pushes the old stenotic or closed valve out of the way, and then this new valve starts functioning. You know, it, it's really amazing. And when I first heard about this procedure, it was a little hard for me, even as a surgeon, to, to, to figure out just how it could work and why it would work so uh, well. But uh, having seen it in a, an actual live human being who is a close relative of mine, I'll tell you, when, uh, when he was uh, sitting up two hours after the procedure talking, it's amazing because... As Dr. Williams uh, full knows, if he had open-heart surgery, being in an ICU for, uh, for days, uh, probably on a ventilator for uh, quite a while, and the risks are so much greater. I'm speaking with Dr. Matt Williams, who is an assistant professor of surgery at uh, Columbia University. He is the surgical director of the cardiovascular transcatheter therapies uh, division. A lot of words there, Matt. Uh, and uh, I believe, now correct me if I'm wrong, you are a board-certified cardiac surgeon, and uh, are you the only board-certified cardiac surgeon in the United States that's also certified in interventional cardiology? Uh, I believe I may be the only one or certainly uh, one of a few. <laughs> And, and very, very modest, because uh, those are unbelievable achievements. But, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll let you in on a secret. That's why I chose you uh, to uh, operate on my relative, because uh, you are the best-trained guy that I have found in the world. So uh, there you go. And I'm so happy you have taken time on this uh, Saturday evening to talk about this. So I wanted to ask you, you know, we've got this valve now that's, uh, that is uh, replacing some of the open surgery in older people. Will it replace open surgery in, let's say, a 60-year-old that needs a, a valve? What do you think? So, so that's actually a great question, and, and we're actually looking at that exact question right now. So we're right now, we've used this, we've done studies with this procedure in patients who are either not candidates for surgery or very high risk for surgery. Um, and we've shown that, as you mentioned, the recovery with this procedure is so much better. And it's just, you know, when you think about it, it's pretty obvious you understand why the recovery will be so much better. And so we're now having approval with these devices so we can use it in these patients. Um, but as I mentioned before, surgery still works very well. I mean, sure, it can be a little difficult to recover from, but we have very good durability. So we know that these valves 
can last uh, you know 20 plus years, um, and even, and even when they fail, we can then replace them again. So we have to be careful replacing something that already works very well with something that's new, even though it's less invasive. So we're looking at that exact question now, and I suspect that we're going to find that it will be a very good approach in patients who are you know maybe not. 60s, but I think when we start getting to the 70s, mid 70s, it, it will uh, it will be a good procedure. It won't necessarily be safer, but I think the recovery benefits are going to be so much better that that will really warrant uh, its uh, use in in a in a little healthier population. Okay, so now listeners out there, if you might have aortic stenosis or have a relative who has that illness, that that condition, I guess is a better word for it. Uh, Dr. Matt Williams is my guest. He is the co-director of the Heart Valve Center at New York Presbyterian Hospital. Uh, Dr. Williams, what is your phone number for patients who might be interested in uh, making an appointment? And also give us your website. Sure, thanks. It's, uh, the phone number is 212-342-0444, and we can uh, be found on the web at columbiaheartvalve.org. Okay, give us that phone number one more time. It goes by fast. Sure, it's 212-342-0444, and again, on the web, it's columbiaheartvalve.org. Okay, my guest this evening has been Dr. Matt Williams, who is the co-director of the Heart Valve Center at New York Presbyterian Hospital. Thank you so much for taking your time, Matt. It's been a pleasure speaking with you, and thank you again for taking care of my family. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. You're listening to WOR here in New York City, the What's Your Wrinkle show. We're here every Saturday evening at 7 p.m. This evening we were shoved ahead or behind by the Rutgers football, but next week I understand we're back on schedule. So listen in next week, 7 p.m. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. We'll see you all next week. Noah, thanks so much for great engineering. Have a great week. The preceding program was sponsored by the Perry Management Corporation, who is solely responsible for its content. New York, New York's only local news talk station.